Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimony of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to personally invite you to register for our next workshop coming up September 29th through October 1st in Pennsylvania in the beautiful Poconos along the Delaware River. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Welcome to Pure Sex Radio with your hosts, Jonathan and Stephen. This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you with us. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Stephen Cervantes. How are you, my friend? I am blessed. Thank you for asking. Awesome. Well, before we get started, uh, you know, we're coming out of the summer months, and uh, usually those are a pretty lean time for any ministries, but uh, we like to let you know that we're a listener-supported broadcast. What that means is the way you're hearing us or now seeing us on our video is is uh, because of generous financial partners, those who come alongside of us and believe in what we're doing and want to continue to help us expand the reach of our message to those who want to uh, learn how to live lives of sexual integrity and build healthy relationships. So if you'd like to come alongside with us and uh, and partner with us in this work uh, and give to this ministry, simply go to puresexradio.com and click on the donate link. And all uh, donations are tax deductible, and we are grateful for your partnership. So Stephen, uh, you know, last time we were together, we were talking about, uh, you know, how do you fight porn? And so we were talking about the issue of building, you know, a healthy emotional system and connecting with others and and then really diving deeply into, uh, you know, marriage relationship. Well, this time, you know, so, so a lot of times that can feel very heady or philosophical mm-hmm. or theoretical. And so I think uh, this time you've got something for us that might start kind of putting the nuts and bolts together as far as, you know, how do you do the work? Like, how do you get stuff done? Um, and so why don't you share with us where you've gotten some of these insights and, and maybe where we're going to be going this time. So I love talking to brothers and growing and guys saying, hey, guess what I read? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? And it's really a growth mentality. And I really think that's what we're called to. That's the most fun. Mm -hmm. In my world, the most fun is working on growth. What would you learn? Did you put something together? Did you put another piece of the puzzle together? Wow, that's great. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, that makes sense. I hadn't heard those words said that way. Or you captured something in terms of life that's good. So this guy's saying, you know, hey, you know the book, Do the Work. And I said, no, I don't know that book. 
Well, when somebody says that and says, hey, it's really good, you should take a look at it, well, I go buy it. So here it is, a copy of Do the Work. It's by Stephen Pressfield. Do the Work. And it's just one premise through the whole book. Resistance will take you out. Mm. Resistance is here to bring you down. If you have any dream, resistance will help overcome your dream. You have desire, resistance. You, you have a goal, a mission, a project. Resistance is right there going, who are you kidding? I'm taking you out. I'm, you're not going to accomplish this task. That's what this whole book is about, the fact that resistance exists. And every time you want to do something, you want to lose weight. Right? What do they say? In January, everybody joins a gym. And in February, February everybody's <laughs> gone. Attendance is gone. They're is down. Nobody's at the gym. Right? Resistance showed up and said, really? This is hard right. work. Do you want to do this? So you want to eat healthy? Well, your friends show up with pizza. You know, mm. resistance shows up to say, nah, just eat like everybody else. You know, you want to play a musical instrument? Well, take a couple of lessons then. The traffic's, and it's hard, and it's expensive. And, okay, mm. I, I wanted to play the piano, but there's so many lessons. And uh, I can't, you want to, you, you know, anything you want to do that's a struggle, resistance says, I will help you not do it. Right. Well, and I just want, before we get too much further into yes. into this, I, I really I want our listeners to know how much I will empathize with them throughout this entire <laughs> program because even as you're saying that I can just I can just there's a part of me that just feels this weight on my shoulders because I'm going man, oh as soon as you say resistance I can, I can feel it I can picture it I can taste it because it's, it's, keep it's, going because you mean well, you know it you because mean or I, it's because waiting? it's such a part of life yes every yes. good thing that you Ooh. want to pursue i'm going to read my bible every day every good thing you will come up against resistance yes that's interestingly right. though on the flip side every easy thing you don't, you don't come up on resistance. There's no resistance to eating ice cream. All so maybe the there's something in that right yeah. there that it's always the the good thing, the things that have worth, the things that have value, the things that um, that make you better. That that's where resistance comes in. Listen, if you want to, you know, slide on the slippery slope to decadence, there's no resistance right. on that. Path. Take the water slide down, right, right? Right. But if you're going to climb a mountain, so that's the other thing I want to our listeners to know is: listen, if you have even just the smallest little desire for better things, mm-hmm. for for better relationships, for a, a better life, for a better ending to your life, then keep listening. <laughs> We're going to be talking about because the reality is: is if you want any of those things. You're going to meet what this guy's talking about, which is resistance, yes. right? Yes, and so I was just telling Jonathan before we went on the air, you can take any book and talk about porn. Right. <laughs> We're, we can sexualize any book, anybody's thoughts. So even though this is about resistance, and it's really, it was interesting just, just to conceptualize resistance. He picked one word that says you're going to fail, forces are lined against you, it's going to be a difficult journey, you want something, it's going to be hard. And so I started thinking, you know, I'm thinking the forces of good and the forces of evil. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because resistance is a nice word. And this is a fun book to read about resistance. And if you want to write a book or write a play or do a project or something, resistance is going to show up and say, "Ah, it's too hard, it's too long, which is a good concept. But if you put that, that's emotional. But if you put it in the spiritual realm, what is it? Good versus evil, Mm -hmm. right? You try to do good, evil is right there, right? Saying, why so much, really? Right. Nobody else. Do you have to really have to? Did he really say that? Did he really mean it? No. Mm-hmm. You know, there's grace. There, you forgiveness. You don't have to work so hard at it, right? Well, and that's why I was saying earlier that, man, as soon as you say that word, when I think of it in that realm, the good and evil, that's where I feel the weight. It's like, oh, you know, it, it is. Mm. There's, there's part of me that sometimes thinks, you know, come on, just just one time. Can't there be just one time that a good desire that God has put in me is not immediately met with <laughs> that resistance of evil? You know, it's yes. like it's like I can't think of one time where it's like there's a good desire that not eventually evil just comes right up and says, but really you want to kind of veer this way, right? And really you want to kind of go that way. You know, and it's funny because you give talks all over the place, and I I can just imagine that 90% of the people are just so blessed. But the 10% show up with their resistance going, well, did you say that? Did you mean that? Did you? Why do you even talk? Who do you think you are? Yes, the I mean, lovely, you know the I mean? lovely de- debater's line that forms at the and end of it. And just has to correct one little piece of humanity that came out. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like discouraging you, right, from doing good. Yeah. But we live for the greater good. and we We recognize that there's resistance against this battle. And so why are we having this dialogue in terms of sexual integrity? Resistance is waiting mm-hmm. in the other room. When you walk out of this room where you just talk to God about wanting to be pure and honest and holy and good, when you walk out that door, resistance is going to meet you and climb all over you. And so if I hear you right here, what, what maybe one of the benefits of talking about this is that when you have the expectation that resistance is a reality, then you won't be so surprised Whenever it shows up, is that one benefit of just I being able so. to say, "Hey, we just know it's going to come up." So when, whenever you do take that step, and then yeah. next thing you know, you get punched in the nose with resistance, you're not going to be surprised. Oh, where that go? I, I this shouldn't have happened. And yeah. think about it, especially with with the guys that we deal with, who you know we're dealing with a lot of men that are that are addicted to pornography, or they've gotten entangled in deep sexual sin, and so many times when they have that little glimmer of hope, and they start you know, crawling out of the pit. Yes. Start, they have this expectation that says, okay, the fact that I've confessed and things are in the light, it should all go well now. And, and that first time they get punched in the face, worse. it's like, oh man, they, they go crawling back. And they the have a great weekend coming to the men's retreats that we do and they go home and their wife hasn't changed one, one inch and the tone and the intensity mm-hmm. and the the false identity, you loser, it comes when you walk in the door that can hit you in the face and you go, why did I even spend three days working on the mm-hmm. right resistance wants to take you out. So I think I appreciate what you said. Why have this talk? It's because resistance is going to be there as well as good is going to be there. And, and a lot of times I have dialogues with myself and parts of myself. And I think this is a part 
that says, you know, you're going to fail, you're going to mess up. You know, it's not going to be perfect. You know, you could have said that better. You should have done this, should have done that. And it's just like, how do I just speak to that part and say, okay, settle down. I am not perfection. Don't, you don't get to call me to perfection because my father says I'm loved. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get to drive me off my ultimate big mission. And I think it's important, too, the thing that I would frame this whole thing up mm -hmm. with in terms of this good versus evil deal is that one thing that we can take comfort in, especially as followers of Christ, is that good always overcomes evil eventually. And so we have that hope that, listen, to, to press forward in good, to press forward in this following of Christ, while sometimes the steps themselves... Because there's resistance along the way, sometimes it can feel like we're getting nowhere. Mm. Because we feel like, hey, two steps forward, three steps back, three steps forward, two steps back. And you can feel almost like you're stuck and you're just kind of in this, almost like on a hamster wheel. But we can have that hope that he's given us the end. He's told us what it's going to... He's told us we're more than conquerors. He's yes. told us that in Christ we have yes. victory. So let's keep that as the framework of what we're talking about when we're dealing the with big. resistance. That's you know? good. So one of the points he makes is, why don't you write down a goal that you have? And just write it on one piece of paper. What is a goal that you have? And I really want you to think about one because I wrote one down here. And then the next question is, do you love your goal? So much that it would motivate you. And so one of the goals I wrote down is... I want to teach other people to live with greater joy, to have greater peace and rest and joy in their being. I want to help people have more rest and then really embrace the joy that their father has for them on the journey. That's a goal that I could get excited about. Mm. Do you have one that you could say? Well, it's funny because as soon as you said it, now, now he's put me on the spot here, okay? <laughs> so I, I, had, I had no prep time for this. <laughs> no prep. you give this great speech. Just awesome spiritual answer. Like, I want to give more joy. And the first thing that popped into my head is, I want to lose 10 pounds. (laughs) That's good. And I'm really asking you as a ministry leader for this ministry, what your mission is and what your goal Mm. is. And then does that excite you? Oh, absolutely. I was even just praying this weekend, this last weekend, and I was thinking, God, you know what? This may be too... Just too big. But then I thought, think of who I'm talking to here. <laughs> this is God. But the thing that I thought about was, you know, I've been I've been reading through the Old Testament, reading through Isaiah and some of these great prophets, and how there was such a a passion in their writing, and even from the Lord, what he was saying through these prophets is that he wants to bring revival. And I, uh. I felt like that. And you know, I've said this for many years, but there's there's even more of a fervency in my heart now. I've said it for many years that if if there's going to be another great revival in the church in the United States, it's going to come through sexual purity ministries because that is the greatest epidemic we're facing right now Uh, in our culture, is the whole sexual orientation and gender identity. uh, That is the biggest mess that we're dealing with in terms of sin and, and all that kind of stuff. So I was praying, God, hey, this may be, you know, it certainly seems too big to me, but could you bring about a revival in people understanding who they are in their maleness and femaleness mm. as it pertains to your design for their sexuality? Ooh, and could could that just sweep across the church in a in such a way that it creates a a curiosity 
rather than a conflict with the community. Because mm. right now, I think it's becoming more of a conflict. Rather, In other words, people are painting Christians as homosexual haters, and, yeah. and we, we hate all these individuals. And when the reality is, when you understand God's design and purpose for sexuality, yes. you realize that, no, our love extends to all sinners, including those who are acting out in sexually sinful ways. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's sexual sin, but so it, you know, but sin is also lying and gossip and so right. we all fall under the same umbrella of falling short of the glory so, of God. So so my question is does that excite you as a goal? It does because of what I get to do yeah. in seeking to accomplish that. Now, cuz cuz I have a very small small part mm-hmm. in that whole thing because I really feel like my the way I'm designed is to speak and to write and to to lead our challenge, team. Challenge, sure. So so that's a small part, but I'm going, God, you're raising up people. You know, so it does excite me because I love Because and the people. point of the talking about these goals is resistance. Oh, man, yeah. It wants to climb all over you that's and That's maybe why I felt so heavy out. before because it's like I can feel the heaviness of every time I step out to do something that for me is, yes. is a huge leap, big risk. Yes, it is to tell your story, you know? to go it's out like, oh. there and to speak for Christ and be, put a bullseye on yourself, right? So that people can come tell you you're wrong. And, and I'll give you a practical way of what that resistance can look like and feel like for me. Um, sometimes I'll be sitting on an airplane, before, you know, while we're still at the gate and we haven't pulled out yet, and I'll be looking at the the guys who are loading the bags, and I'll have this feeling of envy, and I'll say, you know what? Sometimes I wish I was doing something that didn't require me to get out in front of people. I'd love to just do something that let me just kind of punch a clock, go home. And every time I do that, of course, I get convicted because I'm saying, that's me saying I don't want to do what God's telling me to do. Yes. But isn't that, that's the resistance you're talking about. It's like there's a resistance. I'd rather do something else because it's not not as hard. Right. And the point is, can you have great joy? Because there's joy on this journey and great moments of celebration. And then evil weaves in here and there. Right, mm-hmm. and the only thing that will cause you not to bow to resistance or evil and quit is because you understand the significance of the goal mm-hmm. and the blessings that come with this bigger goal and the richness. And the truth is, those guys are packing bags. You know what they're thinking? I wish I could be on the plane going somewhere. Well, what I wanted to say is, I don't want it to sound in any way like. No, I'm not saying that. Because well, here's the but thing: everybody's the other thing, thinking something. Well, because here's the thing that I know would happen if I got that job loading those that luggage. Yes, it's not like I escaped this resistance issue. No, you would be There's looking be at resistance. porn. <laughs> You'd be looking, having a bored life, looking at porn, saying these stinking bags. Why are these people packing well, I mean, these stinking bags? I got to lift their bags. Or, well, what I'm saying is that's the deception of what this resistance all, often brings. Is resistance comes and says. You know, hey, listen, you're going on this direction, yeah. but it'd be better for you to go in this other direction. Well, guess what? As oh, soon that's as you the take lie. the bait and go in the other direction, you're probably going to find some other kind of resistance. It's no better there, right? So that's the reality is whatever your station is in life, that's this good. issue of resistance is a constant. So no resistance is there. You know, see resistance, speak to resistance, but really get the fullness from the Father. Don't get caught up in the battle, right? Mm -hmm. But know it's there, and you can face it. So sometimes people say they have this battle within. 
you know, I've got this this battle inside me. And I, this guy has this great line. He said, you must be monstrous to battle a monster. You hmm. must be bigger than the monster to beat back the monster. Now, in a spiritual sense, we're saying that, right? God's people always triumph over evil, right? You've got to get something bigger. But I, but I thought this was really weird wording because it's like we have to be monsters, bigger, badder monsters to beat the monster. Really? We got to get – that was kind of uh, – it was interesting wording. But I, the principle is right. You have to get bigger. But if you call but it's yourself like, but then, a monster you know, in any way – But then I would kind of tear it up because I'm like, okay, listen, you don't fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water. You know, it's like <laughs> – There you go. So there – the That's idea, good. though, I would agree with the idea of whatever it is that is bringing the resistance, in order to overcome it, you mm. must have something more powerful. Yes. And so that's where I was saying earlier, we have to remember that, listen, in God's economy, good will eventually always overcome evil. Yes. But the thing is, so many times, though, in his process— it doesn't always appear that way in the moment. No, that's right. Did it look that way when Jesus was on the cross dying? Absolutely. It was like, where is good triumphing over evil? The enemy is winning here. And so you can certainly have moments and even seasons mm. where in reality, and in, in your circumstance, you're losing. I mean, I think about what it is. Or it think, looks like you're losing. Well, what I mean is right. I, I would even go so far as to say, listen, in my addiction, I was losing. Well, I was thinking of Christ on the cross taking the hit. It looks it looks like he's losing. Right. Well, that and yes, but in the moment, it doesn't take away from the reality of everything that you're experiencing. So, while Christ on the cross, we get the benefit of history now. We see that, and Christ obviously, in His being, knew what was to come. Right. But we don't have that privilege of that that kind of knowledge, other than what He's told us will be the eventual end. So what I'm saying is, in this moment today, we have got to cling to that bigger hope yes. that's out there. Because today, guess what? It can feel like nothing but losing. Like when I was in, in the throngs of my addiction, you don't get to a point where you're you're seriously contemplating taking your own life if you're not feeling like you're losing. Yes, yes, yes. And you're saying ends deep in the battle, right? Yes. And I'm sort of thinking resistance is is when you're uh, confused in the battle, right? Because sometimes you win, sometimes it looks like you're losing, and you're going, wait, is it worth it? My wife's still not happy. I still don't have any money. I still have problems. I still, and, and but I'm trying to walk with God, but nothing got better. Right, and that's you know? why I think it's important for our listeners to hear that you're not— you're not basing your determination on the win or the loss in the moment mm-hmm. by the circumstances. Because at any point in time, uh, you know, listen, I, I might be having an exceptionally great day. And if I base, like, the result, the outcome on that day, then I'm going to think, I've already made it. I've yeah. arrived. Right. Well, guess what? Tomorrow I'm going to stumble and, you know, fall flat on my face. And then if I base my outcome on that day, I'm going to think, well, it's all over. The sky is falling, you know? Yeah. So there has to be some kind of thread of this. When you talk about resistance and you got to have something larger. Bigger, yes. So what we need to do is we need to understand that in Christ, he's always bigger. Even if in the moment and in our circumstance, it looks like, you know what? Nothing's changed in my marriage. Nothing's changing in my job. Nothing's changing here. And 
we don't need to base how our progress, so to speak, on well, and I would say I think what you're saying is right. Remember the bigger picture. Live for the bigger picture, the bigger ending. The the good overcomes evil. But in the moment, God is teaching me when something's uncomfortable, come find me and just stand mm. in my presence. Mm-hmm. Just go into a moment of worship and and gratitude and stand in my presence for just a minute. I will give you something every time, wherever you are. That's good. I'm going to be there too. Right, so we get the big vision that we know we're going to get knocked down, but we get back up, right? Because staying down isn't better. Getting up and living for the big call is better. Now, hey, I know this is kind of like midstream production talk here, yes. but uh, I, there's so much good stuff here, and we've only got about five minutes left. Yeah. Do you think we can make it, or do you think we, can, we, we need <laughs> to break this what, one into? I want to just into two because it could be good. Because I, I really know. think there's a whole lot more here. So you know, listeners, give us a give us a moment <laughs> here while we try to figure out what we're doing. Right. So so I'm just thinking this template right here. Let's go through this template right here because what are the tools of evil? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, in the resistance part, how do we get confused? And we said it before. This is sort of repetitive. False identity. Just mm-hmm. tell yourself you're stupid, right? And then run your shame dialogue. I'm not like other people. There's something wrong with me. He succeeds. I never succeed. I'm a loser. And then I think fear whispers. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to be rejected, don't you? Mm-hmm. You know you're going to fail, be rejected, and abandoned. That's what fear whispers. You're going to fail. You're going to be rejected. You're going to be all alone. Why are you doing that, you know? And then we play our roles. And all of these things create turmoil inside us. But but I was writing, what is really our design? What is it that we're saying here? That this, how is How are things supposed to work? And even though resistance, it just says one thing. You're going to fail. You're not any good. You can't do it right. We... We are called to be children, right? Mm-hmm. And to be childlike in our faith, in our belief, in our desires, in our dreams, right? D- just dream about a great love story, you know, and a great adventure. Be a boy who's who's a scout out scouting the world, right? Have a boy-like spirit, Mm-hmm. Not a hardened man, tired, broken spirit. That's what the enemy stuff produces. Tired men that are broken and desperate that need porn to fill in the gaps and make their life work. Mm-hmm. But if you could be a curious boy, you could stay childlike. You could be innocent. That's part of what we're trying to reclaim on our mission. Yeah. And and obviously childlike is not childish. Right. So uh, it has this sense of, like you said, wonder. It certainly has a sense of faith. Yes. Because, uh, you know, a child just throws themselves into the arms of their father, yeah. you know. And, uh, and so big eyes, big world, open heart, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll jump into your arms, Dad. It's scary, but I'll, well, I'll jump into the yeah. pool. If you tell me to jump in the pool, I'll jump in the pool. I'm, you know, I'm so ready to live and life. And think about how that combats the resistance because if i have that child likeness even in you know the the fear of taking the leap yes i know he's going to catch me so when he says hey you know what i want you to go tell your story for the rest of your life 
the good, the bad, and the ugly, I can go, well, okay, here I go, you know. Yeah, and you, because you, there's going to be some fear there. There's going to be some, me, but it's and like. And you show up, right. and you send more blessings than curses, right? I mean, because that's who he is, right? He, yeah. Unless he wants to show you something, he's going to. He's going to put the pressure on the weak point and say, look at it, look at it. But well, and he hasn't dropped part, me yet. So That's exactly <laughs> right. He keeps sending more blessings. So our design is to be childlike and to remember that you are fully equipped. Finish that thought. For what? What are you fully equipped for? For whatever God tells me to what do. What does the verse say? For, for life. life. Yeah, for life and godliness. You are fully equipped for life and all that it has for you and everything you need to know and, and about godliness. Mm-hmm. You are fully equipped to be successful in this life and fully equipped to be a spiritual being with me. And I think that helps to overcome the fear that comes with resistance because so many times— we have this this idea that says, well, God has called me to do fill in the blank. And it's pretty clear that he's told us to do that. And our first you know, response is like Moses. Well, I don't speak well, or I can't do that. You need to find somebody else. And in a way, it's like us saying, God, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, and if yeah, we recognize that right. when he says, I'm your dad and I'm telling you to do this, he can see something maybe we can't. That he says, I've already given you what you need. I'm just asking you to take the step there. Yes. Now I'm looking at the time clock. I know. You better wrap it up. Yeah, we need to. I want to come back to this because I really feel like we got a whole lot more here. And and listeners, I hope this has been helpful for you to be able to start seeing, okay, how do we start putting these pieces together and actually do this work? And I hope as you've been listening, you've even been thinking about some goals that you can have, some things that you really are passionate about that you want to see come about and uh, start to put those things in place and 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 meet the resistance with the power of Christ. So we're glad you've been with us, and we look forward to having you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Thank you. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.